You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Welcome to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincata, where you can catch Fantasy Football Rewind each and every Monday through Friday, 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And of course, you can get two shows a day on demand, the first hour and the second hour, right there on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Sign up, subscribe, get it delivered to your phone. Last night, Monday Night Football wasn't a terrible game. wasn't a great game. It's just blah. But Buck Allen rushed five times, 15 yards, and a touchdown in the Ravens' Week 12 win over the Texans. Buck Allen, just what we need, right? At one time, I had you know I had Alex Collins, I had Danny Woodhead, uh, Ben Watson. I get Buck Allen touchdown. Come on, man. Ben Watson. Speaking of that, caught all three targets for 29 yards. Um, not a lot there. Watson has now caught all four of his targets for 62 yards in the past two games. And Danny Woodhead returned from IR, and Woodhead's return coupled with Joe Flacco's ineptitude has taken Watson. Got to go get me some Ricky Seals Jones. Got to be Jones and Jeremy Macklin caught one of five targets for six yards in the Ravens' Week 12 win over the Texans. Macklin had a decent game, and a but. It's been one of those guys. One for five targets for six yards. Can you imagine? You just can't. You can't. You can't imagine. You can't have him in. Joe Flacco. How do you make twenty plus million dollars? It just sucks so bad and not throw the ball down the field. And it was interesting last night. Listen to John Gruden saying, "Hey, you know what?" Joe Flacco is the one choosing not to throw it downfield. It's not the offense. Come on, Joe. you got to be better than that. Delaware. Mike Wallace caught 5-11 targets for 48 yards and the Ravens a victory. I'll tell you what. 48 yards and 11 targets ain't great, but they got 11 targets was amazing. C.D. Federkowitz for the Houston targets. Houston Texans had four of seven targets, 37 yards in that one. Bruce Ellington filling in, of course, for Will Fuller. Three of eight targets for 29 yards. Not a lot of fantasy production here. Danny Woodhead had four carries for 22 yards and caught four targets for 23 yards. Um, not a great, but 
an upside from last week. We'll see what he does in week three of his return. Lamar Miller had 17 rushes, 51 yards, and a touchdown. He caught one pass as well. Jumping Joe Flacco through for 141 yards in a win. What the hell? It's horrible. Alex Collins, 16 rushes, 60 yards, and a touchdown. Collins did have a catch in that one. And, of course, DeAndre Hopkins caught seven of his ten targets, 125 yards. He is the guy. He's the guy. Tom Savage completed 22 of 37 passes for 252 yards. He lost a fumble. He had two interceptions. He was terrible. And then it was weird. He, uh, at the press conference after the game, he, he showed up, looked at the uh, reporters, pissed off. Any questions? Good. Thanks. And left. He did a Cam Newton, man. He did a Cam Newton. Except he doesn't have Cam Newton's uh, background. I don't know what the hell he's doing, man. He's lost his freaking mind. He's lost his mind. You'll listen to Fantasy Football Rewind. When we come back, we'll have a guy that lost his mind. You're going to listen to Gabe Morrissey. Who ruined your Sunday? Don't go anywhere. show brought to you by dailyroto.com is now doing the nba 6 to 7 p.m eastern don't be sad i got scooby snacks for you that's right dfs today brought to you by dailyroto.com on itunes you get dfs information every day fantasy football quarterbacks running backs wide receivers tight ends subscribe to dfs today brought to you by dailyroto.com on itunes Hey, this is Greg Sussman from the Roto Experts in the Morning, and, and listen, we can all use a little help sometimes. That's why I talk to three guys every single day that help me with my fantasy teams. But if you need help with your fantasy teams, and you probably do, you should purchase the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football In-Season Package, featuring weekly lineup ranks, chats with our experts every single day, and player cards for every player in the NFL, including reports from InsideInjuries.com. You cannot beat it. Don't set your lineups without checking the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge In-Season Package. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. Thank you. 
If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, the first step is yours. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-220-3479. 800-220-3479. That's 800-220-3479. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission. License number DC32. Does your fantasy football team suck? <laughs> Did you draft David Johnson with the first pick? <laughs> I can help you out. Go to iTunes, subscribe to Stand Up Fantasy. I will make your whole life better and put a little smile on your face, make you happy. Maybe you find a significant other just by changing some bowling shoes. Maybe you'll worry about things a lot less. Stand Up Fantasy at iTunes. Subscribe now. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada. Here is the man, the myth, the legend, the man that is Gabe Morency. And who ruined your Sunday? I thought Gabe had a good Sunday, so I'm interested to see this. Because I like when Gabe gets pissed off and emotional. It's sad to root for people to be mad, but it's fun. Well, I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. The National Football League has ruined my Sunday. And... Uh, I've been watching the National Football League religiously on a weekly basis since about 1977, 1978 uh, or so, and never have I been this disinterested. Basically, I watched the Buffalo Bill game yesterday, and I had money on a couple of other games. Meanwhile, well, I counted down the hours until the start of a real football game in the Grey Cup. You know, it was an awesome weekend of sports, man. You know, on Friday, Central Florida and South Florida played the best college football game of the year by far. It was sick. It was awesome. You know, it was one of those deals where you really were saying, oh, my God, did this just really happen? They scored three touchdowns in a span of 50 seconds, man. You know, a late touchdown, a late touchdown to take the lead in the game with like a minute and a half left. They kick off. Central Florida returns it for a touchdown. And then South Florida returns it. It, it, was, it was like, if, if it was in a movie, you would have said, no, 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 that can't, that, come on. You guys went a little bit too far with the second kickoff return in a row there. Well, but it happened. You know, no, but yeah, that didn't happen. You know, it was, it was one of those deals. Uh, Friday night, man, Florida and Gonzaga. What a basketball game. One of the best college basketball games I've ever seen in my life. These guys were bringing it last night, and I know, I'm assuming that all of you were up last night, right, at 2 in the morning? Uh, watching uh, Duke play Florida. I don't know why they had that game on so late, man. I know it was in Portland, but come on. 
Yeah, it was freaking ridiculous. I, I realized that as I was watching the game. I'm like, why are college basketball kids playing at 1.17 in the morning on a Sunday night? It's all about the students, isn't it? Um, so we had some great freaking action. And then we had the NFL. Then we had the NFL. You know, how about, uh, how about tonight's football game? Everybody really fired up? I remember, you know, I remember, um, you know, in the old days uh, when I actually uh, had a girlfriend. And, and, you know, there'd be those Sundays, you know, around the holidays and stuff. You know, I'm one of these guys, I don't like missing anything, okay? I watch every week, every game, religiously. Simple as that. I don't like missing anything. Right now, I don't know, man. I think I'm going to start, like, going to a soup kitchen on Sundays and, like, feeding soup to homeless people. I'm going to do something productive in my life instead of watching this steaming pile of crap league. The league sucks, okay? It's boring. There's a million freaking commercials. The announcers suck. The coaches suck. The games suck. Everything sucks about the National Football League, including the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, coming into this week, I'm starting to learn my lesson about the NFL. This isn't, like I said, this isn't North Korea, man. It's not a, you know, a Kim Jong-un, you know, State of the Union address where you get shot in the back of the head unless, you know, you bow down and watch and bet. I'm tired of it. You know, there's other things to bet on besides the NFL. You know, if I see a couple of spots that I like, I'll take them. And, uh, you know, because I'm a stupid idiot, I thought that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were in a pretty good spot uh, yesterday getting 10 points against the Atlanta Falcons. You know, they were getting blown out early, uh, but we were getting 10. So we figured, ah, we're still in this thing. They come back late, uh, but when it's all said and done, when your money is on Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, you've got uh, big problems because all you've got is hope. And if you've, all you have is hope, you're in big freaking trouble in this world, all right? Hope doesn't pay the bookie. Hope doesn't pay the bills, now does it? And, uh, you know, neither does Ryan Fitzpatrick if you bet on him. The fact that Ryan Fitzpatrick's still in the National Football League really just is an indication of how bad the NFL truthfully is. And the fact that Ryan Fitzpatrick really isn't even the worst guy in the NFL really proves how bad the National Football League is. There's 350 million people in America, yet, I don't know, there's maybe 12 good quarterbacks, and Ryan Fitzpatrick is not one of them. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers ruined my Sunday. Or at least they upset a part of it. At least they upset a part of it. I actually did uh, pretty good uh, yesterday uh, with my bets. I had the Buffalo Bills uh, winner. I had the Tennessee Titans winner. I had the LA Rams winner. I, the only game I lost actually was the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers uh, up until a little bit later in the day, and we'll, we'll get to that. Where I got kicked in the teeth yesterday, and I played a lot of uh, high-roll uh, season-long fantasy football leagues. You know, $200 entries, $300 entries, and I'm the commissioner. I got to pay these people out, all right? And I don't have the money in a shoebox, and it's not in a bank account. <laughs> so I want to win. <laughs> You'll get paid. Um, I, I got to win. I got to win a couple of these leagues. Well, it's hard to win a league when Michael Thomas is on two of my teams, all right? Michael Thomas blows, man. I'm so sick of this crap. I'm not one of these losers. I don't blame him. I blame myself for drafting him. You know, the fact of the matter is he wasn't ready to be a number one wide receiver in the National Football League. And I don't understand how the Saints win every week. Yeah, Michael Thomas, it's the same crap every week. Five catches, 62 yards, two freaking touchdowns on the entire season. When I stocked up and I drafted this guy earlier in the year, I was expecting two touchdowns a damn game, man. 
And uh, Michael Thomas, you ruined my Sunday. You're going to cost me thousands of dollars with your weekly ass crap, man. Uh, you know, I'm getting pretty sick of Kareem Hunt, too, to be honest with you. All right? Kareem Hunt couldn't open up a can of Hunt's tomato sauce right now, let alone punch a ball into the damn end zone. What was it? What, what was it yesterday? 11 carries, 17 yards against the Buffalo Bills? Really? The Buffalo freaking Bills? Everybody's run on the Buffalo Bills. Everybody's run on the Buffalo Bills uh, this year. Except Kareem Hunt, you know, we had two fantasy points. Thanks. Thanks, Kareem. That's, that's $3,600 uh, down the drain for me. Dak Prescott, yeah, it wasn't on Sunday. This guy ruined my Thursday, my Friday, my Saturday, and my Sunday. I got to drop Dak Prescott. I'd rather stream some you know, pile of crap uh, from the trash heap than have Dak Prescott out there right now. This is crunch time in fantasy football world, and all my players are falling apart. Jordy Nelson, nothing, nothing. Yeah, that National Football is a lot of fun, isn't it? Which leads me into the Pittsburgh Steelers. I really hate the Pittsburgh Steelers, all right? Like, I, I'm just going to call it out for what it is. I never hated them before. I used to always be right on every Pittsburgh Steelers football game. And I was legendary. People in Pittsburgh used to ask me, what's going to happen? Now, I don't know what the hell is going to happen, man. You could give me Biff's Sporting Almanac from Back to the Future, and I would still lose. I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't even like that stupid game last night. But, no, let me lay the points with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then I see after the mainstream media who suck rocks. All right? Yeah, you guys are terrible. Uh, oh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, yeah, because they're so dominant against the Colts last week. They're so dominant against the Green Bay Packers uh, last night. And there they are after celebrating like they won the damn Super Bowl. You guys don't have a hope in hell. I have a better chance of having sex with Shania Twain than you guys do beating the New England Patriots in a damn playoffs. The Pittsburgh Steelers suck. You ruined my Sunday. Good for you. You won. Ooh, we won. We beat Green Bay by three. Yeah, ooh, well, a good dominant performance, guys. The Pittsburgh Steelers ruined, well, they didn't fully ruin my Sunday night because uh, that great cup was so damn good and Shania Twain was so hot. But ultimately, I think the best thing on TV last night was probably How much uh, does Geico love saving people money on cars? And, you know, after watching that great cup, it was kind of a letdown going to the NFL. And, you know, I'm doing a live podcast during this, these games. And people are like, Marenzi, put it on Fox right now. Put it on Fox. And I'm glad that I did. I'm not a big beauty, beauty pageant uh, person, but I think I'm going to start getting uh, back in to this stuff. And you can bet on it. Generally, always bet on Miss Venezuela. Venezuelans have dominated beauty pageants over the years, but Miss South Africa was so damn hot. Although I would have voted for Colombia, but, uh, but that's besides the point. So the, long, the moral of the story is, if you don't want your Sunday ruined, don't watch the National Football League. Who ruined your Sunday? There he is, Gabe Morency, absolutely getting it done. Now, did he just tell us to go bet on the the Amer- uh, the pageant? Did he just tell us, is that what he wants us to do? Is that where, uh, you know what, the NFL sucks, let's go bet on Miss America? Are you kidding me? And I'll tell you what, Shania Twain was good advice. Gabe was getting a little turned on by this. That's what was happening at the Great Cup. She's out there in the snow. 
and she's got snowfall coming down, and they're absolutely getting it done and lighting it up. And Gabe Morrissey's going, yeah, Shania. I don't think I don't think Gabe's got a mare in his pocket. Stay tuned for more of Fantasy Football Rewind. never gets old all right everyone two truths one lie i was gonna be on the real world i play the oboe and i saved a kid's life you definitely never saved a kid's life i'm serious last summer i donated bone marrow to a kid who had leukemia saving a life the truth is it's easier than you think learn how at (laughs) dkms.org who knew we were living with a hero (laughs) a hero who plays the oboe Hey, I'm Jeff. Look, I'm just a skeleton. I don't have an ACL anymore, but I'd still like to know what it means when one of my fantasy players sprains his. That's why I use the Inside Injuries app. It was created by real doctors. So you're getting information directly from people who have seen, touched, and operated on actual ACLs. Take it from me, a skeleton. If you aren't using it, you might as well just be guessing. Download the free app today unlock the secrets of injury analysis. Ezekiel Elliott, Carl Anthony Towns, Corey Seager. Those are the rookies of the year, much like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The fastest growing fantasy sports network on radio is completely free, 24-7. Listen to us live at FNTSY.com slash radio or download the app right now in the Google Play Store or on iTunes. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. What up, Dane? What's going on, Maria? Let me tell you something. You look excited. I'm so excited. What are you excited for? Uh, Lineup Lock Live, which is our show every Sunday on Fantasy Sports Network. Dish. 
television, YouTube, live, and on the Fantasy Radio app. I'm excited to wake up early with you on Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. Eastern time, all the way to kickoff. Four hours. Absolutely. It's going to be the two of us, Emery Hunt, and a cast of experts. Experts that win fantasy football championships, and they want to help you win, too. So we'll talk sit starts. We'll talk injuries. We'll talk weather. And we will take your calls and questions and help you win your leagues and win that cash. So good. So fun. So excited. What can I say? I cannot think of doing anything else on a Sunday morning. I don't need eggs. I don't need (laughs) prayer. I just need lineup lock live 9 a.m. to kick off Eastern. Be there. Play on Fantasy Draft, the only daily fantasy site where every head-to-head contest is rake-free, including contests you create. Fantasy Draft also gives you the ability to block up to 25 players from entering your head-to-head contest. With a $1 million prize pool and $200,000 to the winner, Fantasy Draft is running their inaugural NFL Live Final, the Carolina Million. Sign up today at FantasyDraft.com with promo code FNTSY and experience players first for yourself. Fantasy Draft, daily fantasy on a level playing field. Does your fantasy football team suck? (laughs) Did you draft David Johnson with the first pick? (laughs) I can help you out. Go to iTunes, subscribe to Stand Up Fantasy. I will make your whole life better and put a little smile on your face, make you happy. Maybe you find a significant other just by changing some bowling shoes. Maybe you'll worry about things a lot less. Stand Up Fantasy at iTunes. Subscribe now. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Rewind, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Of course, yesterday was Cyber Monday, and the guys from the Fantasy BFFs uh, covered a lot of the deals to deal with Cyber Monday. And I gotta tell you, one of the things they talked about was Jay Ajayi. And fantasy owners, I think, had higher expectations for J.H.I. But you know what happens in life? Whenever you have expectations, most things don't don't live up to them, right? I mean, it's very tough when you have expectations and boom. Nothing lives up to him. So Jay Ajayi is much like life. And we all like a little life. Here are the fantasy BFFs. Because compared to LeGarrette Blunt's 15 carries last week, Jay Ajayi, just five. Or yesterday, not last week, just five. Mike Florio, we were about a, what, a week off, a week off from saying Jay Ajayi, rock solid RB1. We feel great about Jay Ajayi. Jay Ajayi, Jay Ajayi. Five carries. Yeah, and I, this is some stuff that I, I tweeted out yesterday, but like Garrett Blunt had 15 carries yesterday, and he's had more carries than Jay Ajayi in every game since the Eagles have acquired Ajayi. And you might be saying, all right, yeah, well, early on, they, they, were, they just acquired him. He was still learning the playbook. Wrong. 
Ajay's touches have gone down every single week he's been in. Well, Why his carries is that, have been though? gone down. He had eight, then seven, then five. And. I, I don't know why that is. Maybe they just feel LeGarrette Blunt is safer because, remember, the thing that people said about Ajayi in uh, Miami was, you know, he's a home run hitter. He can hit that big run, but besides that, he's not going to give you much. We saw the stats last year back that up. Over 50% of his runs went for less than three yards, so uh, three or less yards. But you look at it like yesterday. He had that 30-yard run where he fumbled the ball just when he got tackled on, like, the two-yard line. Nelson Aguilar ended up recovering it for the touchdown. That was a 30-yard run. He finished the day with five carries for 26 yards. But, like, Florida, but, Frank, why? Like, why all of a sudden? Because he, he looks good, right? He scores that touchdown. It's all well and good for Jay Ajayi. Why are his touches going in the wrong direction? I don't think there's any clear-cut answer, but this is the way that Doug Peterson runs his offense. It's the same thing that he did last year. Uh, it was a pure committee, and, you know, he didn't really back off that this year. He said he was going to run a similar offense. That's what he's done. Uh, it, it sucks for blunt owners that, you know, Ajayi came in and made this uh, made this situation a little bit um, more complicated to figure out. It's, it reminds me a lot of the Saints early on in the year where Adrian Peterson was doing just enough to, like, annoy Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara owners. And now Jay Ajayi is doing the same thing to LeGarrette Blunt and, and his owners, too, because LeGarrette Blunt hasn't played bad so far this season. Uh, but Mike's right about Ajayi. I mean, the week before against the Cowboys, too, he had that 71-yard run. He had six other carries that went for 20 total yards. So it, he's very boomer bust. He's not getting in the end zone. Uh, it's you, you can't trust him right now. I mean, is he even a flex option? I mean, this is a guy who's getting less than 10 touches per game. And that would be all and well, you know, if you're Alvin Kamara and, you're, you know, you're scoring all these long touchdowns. I mean, he's only getting 11 touches per game, uh, something that we saw yesterday, but making the most of those touches. But it's not like J.H.I. is even doing that. So I don't – he's probably going to be like a low-end flex for me going into next week. And I, I do think, though, that the fact that he has that reputation as the home run hitter hurts him because, like yesterday, the Eagles weren't – they didn't need that home run. They were already up so sure. big. They needed a guy who could grind out the short yardage, keep run the clock running, and pick up first downs. And that is what LeGarrette Blunt is. And remember, when they acquired Ajayi, they said LeGarrette Blunt was not going to go away. We all thought that meant he would still get goal line carries, but he is clearly still the back that they use when they are just grinding out the clock. All right, so let me take it the, the other way then, EY. For Frank, JJ, low-end flex moving forward. You talk about grinding out the clock this week. Really exciting. Sunday Night Football, you got the Eagles and the Seahawks in Seattle. We'll find out what the Eagles are really made of. Fun fact about that game I saw on Twitter. This is the first time at home the Seahawks are underdogs since Wilson's rookie year. Wow, that's a great stat. See, you are full of great stats yesterday. <laughs> um, EY, if, we, if that is JJ's um, value going forward, what is Garrett's blunt? I said it terribly. What is LeGarrette Blunt's value going forward? Because maybe he is just the uh, killing time back, but he was the guy that started the game. He was the guy that got 15 carries. What is his value going forward in this Eagles offense? For me, the the Eagles are exactly like the Patriots are now. It, it, you know, it's all going to be game script dependent. Uh, the coaching staff there, they don't care about your fantasy team. They're trying to win football games, and they're going to put the best running back for each situation on the field. In one drive, they they had four different running backs, Clement, Barner, Blunt, and Ajayi all touch the ball in one drive. So, I mean, if you are uh, a psychic and can predict what they're going to do, then you can start one of the, those guys. If not, then I say avoid it. Avoid it completely at your flex. Start a tight end. Start a, a wide receiver that's going to catch some balls because, I mean, you're going to get, you know, good good production if you're it's the guy that you hit on. 
but if he doesn't hit that week, you're going to have a zero or two or three points like a Jai this week. So, I mean, for me, it's a headache. I'm avoiding it at all costs. I was a guy that was high on Wendell Smallwood, who doesn't even play at the start of the year. Wendell Smallwood looked like he was going to be the uh, a real thing there, and now he doesn't even doesn't even play. So, uh, it, it's the same situation as the Patriots. They're a great team. If you can guess who it's going to be, who's going to get the goal line carries, and who's going to get the passing downs. Uh, then you can guess. But other than that, I mean, it's just going to be a guess every single week. And, and with LeGarrette Blunt, while we're on that, uh, like we could say that he's the goal line back, but is he really, though? Like we, we just saw last week Corey Clement score a touchdown from inside the tent. Ken John Barnard. We saw Ken thing. John Barnard yep. do it as well. And yep. that matchup against the Seahawks is going to be a brutal one. They haven't allowed more than 75 rushing yards to running backs in a game since that week three matchup against DeMarco Murray and the Titans when he had that long breakout run. Since then, they've really, really clamped down their run defense. Their yards per carry against has been amazing. They're not allowing big runs and not even allowing more than 75 yards to any running backs in any games since then. So it... It's going to be hard. I agree with EY to even trust those guys as a, as a flex. You might want to take a guy with a little bit more upside. And we're talking about Blunt and Ajayi. Since they've acquired Ajayi, Corey Clement has four touchdowns. So, I mean, it's just a complete mess right now in Philly and with their running backs. It's, it's very annoying. I think EY's point of making it like New England it makes sense to me. It's annoying. I think New England's running back is more, they're more predictable right now than the Eagles. It's true with Deion Lewis, with Deion Lewis and Rex Burkett being the guys. I, I tweeted about James White yesterday. He's not being involved in the last few weeks either. So it really is. Burkhead is the, the pass catching back, and he's going to get his carries as well. Deion Lewis is going to be the guy who leads them on early downs. So I actually think their RBs are more predictable than the Eagles right now. You know what's funny about the 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 Patriots is that a couple of weeks from now, like Mike Gillisley could just be the goal line back again. Like it just seems like they've rotated from one guy we saw early on. It was Gillisley. Then they kind of went to Deion Lewis in the red zone for a little bit in that middle part of the season, and now they're going to Rex Burkhead. So I wouldn't be surprised if they go full circle or even get James White involved down the stretch too. I mean. I will say it is probably easier to predict than the Eagles, and that just tells you everything you need to know about the Eagles running backs right now. But uh, I think Burkhead, if we're just talking about the Patriots guys real quick, Burkhead and Lewis are probably low-end RB2s right now, which I don't know how, how long you can trust because of the volatile situation, but what, right now while the Patriots are playing well, both of those guys are running well, I think they're at least low-end RB2s. For I fantasy. actually I trust them because, remember, I, keep going, I go back to this quote a lot, but Bill Belichick, when they got rid of LeGarrette Blunt, said... Our offense was too predictable last year. When James White's on the field, it's passing plays. When Blunt's out there, it's running. Burkhead and Lewis are versatile. Like Similar. They can both catch the ball, the backfield. We've already seen that they can both pick up those short yard situations. And, and James White, early on in the year, yeah, he was a beast in PPR. He hasn't had five catches since week eight and has not had double-digit touch touches since week four. So he's clearly been phased out. I know he had the touchdown a couple weeks ago, which kind of saved his value if you used him. But James White, like Ajayi, I think James White's even lower. Like, even in PPR, I don't see how you can get him in your lineup right now. I think you could drop him, to be honest. Yeah, yeah I, think so. I, I think so, too. We can talk about him on the drop show tomorrow. Um, but uh, I was making made, I made a mistake yesterday. Um, I started James White in, in a league instead of Joe Mixon because I was sick of Joe Mixon. Um, killing me. I was thinking Joe Mixon. I thought the matchup was better. I thought James White could always catch a couple passes. It didn't happen, and it became very, very clear. And an astute fantasy analyst, unlike myself, would not have done that, and I did. And that's all, that's obviously on me. Um, but yeah, James White, I agree, probably can be dropped at this point because it's very clear uh, that Rex Burkhead and Deion Lewis are the two guys to own in New England. Other running backs. Of note yesterday that I found interesting, we have to talk about Damian Williams uh, and Kenyon Drake. Damian Williams, 
dislocated his shoulder, got popped back in yesterday. He's already been ruled out for next He's week. He's already been ruled out for next week. It's supposed to be a two to three week injury. We'll see what that means. Kenyon Drake becomes the man in Miami. EY, I understand we are pushing toward the playoffs. Kenyon Drake, for many, was a bye week fill. Before we get to Eric Young, NXT wrestler, who's a part of the Fantasy BFFs, we're going to take a quick break and come back with more. So you're listening to Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. the IRS $10,000. The IRS garnished my wages. They put a lien on my house. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. They do not give up until you pay. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions Now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions Now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions Now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. Tax Solutions Now can get you help. Our agents know the rules can stop the pain and get you the best deal we connect you with a team of former irs agents and tax professionals who will get the irs off your back we saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world call tax solutions now time is running out call 800-910-9962 <laughs> it never gets old. All right, everyone. Two truths, one lie. I was going to be on The Real World. I play the oboe. And I saved a kid's life. You definitely never saved a kid's life. I'm serious. Last summer, I donated bone marrow to a kid who had leukemia. Saving a life. The truth is, it's easier than you think. Learn how at DKMS.org. <laughs> who knew we were living with a hero? Um, <laughs> a hero who plays the oboe. <laughs> With Thermospa's unique built-in thermal filtration system, you simply fill it with a garden hose and your water stays crystal clear with very little maintenance. Right now, they're offering 0% APR financing with approved credit and a $1,250 savings coupon. Call Thermospas today at 800-603-6422 for your free DVD videos and brochure. That's 800-603-6422. Call 800-603-6422 today to take advantage of 0% APR financing. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, 
and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. Radio Network, you listen to Fantasy Football Rewind. We're going to get back to the guys from the Fantasy BFFs. That's our guy, Eric Young, coming up right now. As a backfield to himself. I know the matchup isn't great against Denver. I know we don't need to make lineup decisions today here on Monday. But is Kenny and Drake someone, now that he has a backfield all to himself, is he somebody that you feel like you need to get into your lineup? Yeah, I feel like you're going to have to. I mean, I don't know uh, who would be more valuable, you know, in that tier over him. He's going to be the guy. Damian Williams probably won't play this week. And I don't think Denver's defense is what we all thought. I think now it's just like you see Denver, you're like, oh, they've got a good defense. But, I mean, people have, be able, have been able to throw and run the ball on them. Um, you know, I mean, their, their defense is still good. But, I mean, it's not going to scare me away. If I've got Drake, I'm starting him. Uh, I think this for him is is his chance. I mean, he, he, to me, when he's carried the ball, he's looked like a more explosive player. He's got to hold on to the ball. He's got to make smart decisions. And he's got to show the Miami Dolphins what he can do to keep Damian Williams off the field when he comes back. So this is a huge opportunity for Kenyon Drake. I think he comes through. I think he's going to be, you know, at least uh, a flex, if not a running back, too, going forward. Do you guys agree, Frankie? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say spot on. I think he's going to be a high-end flex, low-end RB2, just based on the volume he's going to get in that game. And Ewan's right. The Broncos' defense is not what it used to be. Uh, while they limited the yard through carry for Lynch yesterday, he still had a big game in, in terms of fantasy. Yep. When we come back, we're going to talk about Greg Olson and his re-injury. Yeah, Greg Olson's going to be tough, man. I, I really think there's no way you can use him this week. You've got to go and get another tight end. Maybe you can leave him on your roster for the playoffs. Here's what the guy said. Yeah, it's Fantasy Football BFS, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Don Burns, I'm going to need to hear that one more time, please. Straight silence. Da -da. Do, 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 do. Yeah! <laughs> that is not Greg Sussman. Maybe. No, no, that was not me. <laughs> Jesus. I tried, man. Well, you learn something new all the time, and I learned that this is not my thing. It's your thing, Greg. <laughs> That's what you missed if you missed the VFFs on a Friday. So make sure, uh, even when we're not here, you, you, you catch up on demand. You don't, you don't want to miss that. Hear it on Odeo Boom, iTunes, uh, on the app, wherever you listen to us, you can hear uh, Frank's. Yow! That, that, that was a great impression. Thank you very much. If you're thinking about giving DFS a try, make sure you check out Fantasy Factor because it's the perfect daily fantasy site. For the casual recreational player. Flatter prize pool, smaller fields, and single entry contests only. Fantasy Factor runs NFL and NBA free rolls each and every week. It's free to enter, so sign up today at www.fantasyfactor.com. 
Before we hit the break, and before we get into Greg Olson, we were talking about Kenyon Drake. I know Michael Florio uh, wanted to give us a little bit of research on Kenyon Drake. Yeah, so I was looking into him a bit this morning, and I think he is a poor man's Jay Ajayi. And when I say that, I mean I think he is explosive, and he has the ability to hit that home run and hit that big play. And He's a better pass catcher than Ajayi, but when he's not hitting that home run... It's not really what you want out of your running back, especially if you're a head coach. I think that's why Damian Williams has been out snapping him. If you look at Kenyon Drake, he's had five carries go for 10-plus yards this year. Meanwhile, he's had 22 go for two or less yards. And if you take away his two longest runs of the year, which were 66 and 42 yards, he's had 40 carries for 92 yards which is good for 2.3 yards per carry average. So I think, I, I really do think he is kind of like a poor man Jay Ajayi. And that's what we, not saying that's going to be bad because he's going to get a lot of volume now with Damian Williams out. But I think that is what we have to expect out of him. He's kind of that big player bust kind of guy. All right, so, yeah! <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, so, so EY, what, what is that? all mean, right? Like, okay, so if he's a, a poor man's J.H.I. or a different J.H.I. and Flores says that's not necessarily a, a bad thing, you described it perfectly, right? The, the, the role of Kenyon Drake going forward, what he could be. Uh, what does that all mean for us? Because this is playoff time. We can't mess around. Yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, it, it, it's exactly what I said. I mean, he's yeah. going to get volume. I mean, okay, he plays on the Miami Dolphins. They're not a great team. They're not a great offense. He's not a great running back. But, I mean, name another running back that's going to touch the ball as much as him. He catches the ball well. He's looked explosive. He's got good size. He's got good burst. He's got good lateral movement. I mean, this is a real opportunity for him. I mean, I feel like I don't know. I'm not trying to get inside his mind. I'm not a psychologist. I, I, I don't think I am. But, I mean, this is, this is part of sports and part of playing professional football. There's no way that he doesn't see this as his opportunity. That's true. Yeah. He's going to start. This is it. This is it for him. If he loses the job again, he might not ever regain it. This is his opportunity to make big dollars and, and say, I am the guy here in Miami or somewhere else. This is his opportunity. This game this week could change his life forever. And that's, I mean, that sounds dramatic, but that's just the truth. This is, this, is why, this is why he cuts promos for a living. Yeah, that, that was awesome. How, how, motivated, how motivated are you? That's, that's what it comes down to. I want a guy where his life's on the line. I want him, I want him on my team. I want him playing my, in my running back position this week. How big of a workload are we expecting for him, though? Because he's never had double-digit carries in his career. He, his highest carry Because there's always high. another back there. No, there There's has always been. been another guy. There has been, but Ajayi I, I think, or Williams. I think a lot of us expected when Ajayi was when they traded him, that was Kenyon Drake's time. And Damian Williams, obviously, they they viewed him more highly. He got more work. So Kenyon Drake more highly Miami. <laughs> that, that's a fair I point. I think he's a better back. I've always thought that he was the guy that I went after when, when when Ajayi got traded. That's the guy that I have. I have him more places. That's. I mean, he's just he's a better. He's a better athlete than Damian Williams. The, Miami trusts Damian Williams more, but this week, Kenyon Drake might be able to say, you can trust me. He can't fumble the ball. He's got to learn. He's got to be good in pass protect because he's going to be on the field. Listen, Eric's, Eric's ultimately right, and, he, and this is from the mindset of, of the player, right? This is his opportunity, and... I think we saw with Aaron Jones a couple of weeks ago where we saw Jamal Williams go out and we saw Montgomery went out and this is the chance to change his life. Aaron Jones 
really picked up and ran with it until he got hurt himself. I think the same could be said for Kenny Drake. We've seen spurts of it. Now he's an opportunity to run the whole th whole way with it. Um, the Denver defense, as you said, Frank, a moment ago, is not the same as it used to be. Um, and I think what's going to be good is there's not going to be a game Miami gets blown out in. And I think, uh, ultimately, they're going to try to stick with the run. I think you want to see Jay Cutler in there so the, the offense moves a little bit more. Um, I like Kenny and Drake moving forward. I don't want to see where I have him yet. It's way too early in the week for that, but I do like him going forward. And I think it could be a closer game, too, like you mentioned, Greg. Yeah. Like, there's a chance the Dolphins could even be leading in this game. The Broncos have not been good. They've had a, a lot of inept play from the quarterback position. Again, we don't know what's going to happen with Paxton Lynch yet or if it's going to be Trevor Simeon at the quarterback. Uh, but... The Broncos haven't been able to move the ball either, so perhaps this is going to be a low-scoring game, a closer game, and I do think that Kenyon Drake is going to, uh, should be the guy there. I mean, they have no one else behind him. I'm looking at the depth chart. The next man up is Sonoris Perry, so I don't think that guy is going to uh, be uh, involved in the game plan. And the numbers are the numbers, like you said, Mike, and we can't dispute those, but I don't think it's all on Kenyon Drake. I think, you know, just watching what we see with our eyes, we can confidently say that he's a better player than Damian Williams. Uh, I think a lot he's has to do... He's more explosive. He, I don't know if we could say he's more consistent. But, I mean, can, Damian Williams hasn't consistently done anything either. And, and, and I don't think it's necessarily a knock on either guy. I mean, their the thing, offensive though. line has been rated very poorly on, on multiple and, metric and, sites. And this is why I, I'm going to have Kenyon Drake as an RB2 this week, but I can't, like... I'm not going to fully tell people they have to get him in their lineup because earlier this year, Jay Ajayi was the unquestioned top back in this in this backfield. He had multiple games where he had over 25 carries, yet we were still talking about him before he was traded as one of the bigger busts in the first round or, or early second round. Well, so we, we, we maybe it's say, not on the running back, but it's on the whole team. We did say that. Line is bad we did say that, line. but we believe there's positive regression coming only because there's so many carries going JHI's way, right? Like I, I think I, at least I thought touchdowns were going to eventually come because yeah. he was getting so many carries. I, I agree, but that doesn't mean that it's is it necessarily going to translate to Kenyon Drake now. Like I, I'm just saying. I, it is possible that he can get the touches, and if he doesn't have one of those big runs, he disappoints you. That that's just where I'm saying take Kenyon Drake with some caution. I do agree he's probably going to be he's going to be a top 24 RB this week, but I, I do think you have to hamper expectations a little bit. He's going to be in that range, and we talk about this a lot on the show where we discuss you know volume versus opportunity or matchup for another running back. He's going to be in that Adrian Peterson range just because we have to rank him highly because he's going to get touches, or at least that's what we're projecting with Damian Williams out. So he's going to be in that range of guys where you know maybe even if we don't necessarily like them all that much, we think that the volume is going to be there, so they have to be ranked the way that they are. I mean, Adrian Peterson, if you just look at his game yesterday, he didn't, you know, run all that effectively, but he's still getting 20-plus touches per game. And for that, he's each week he's going to be a high-end flex or a low-end RB2, depending on the matchup. Let's move on from Kenny Drake, and let's get into the tight end situation because that's where I need help with. Um, Greg Olson, I'll, I'll give you the whole update, right? A couple of weeks ago, uh, I dropped Jack Doyle because the Colts had a bye. And I didn't want to, but given the way my bench was, I couldn't use Jack Doyle last week. And the plan was I wasn't going to use him this week with Greg Olson coming back. So I dropped Doyle. Uh, last week I started Mercedes Lewis, scored the touchdown. Perfect. Come back this week. Here's Greg Olson. I throw him in my lineup. And I read the reports that he wasn't going to get a full workload. We've seen that before. We've seen that from certain players and coaches say that. And it didn't matter. Because I thought when it came down to it, inside the red zone, on a third downs, Olson was going to be in there. What do you know? He catches the first, you know, uh, pass within the first three plays from Carolina. You were there, Frank. You saw it live. And I'm watching this game. You got a red zone target. A little bit later on, good throw. He was touchdown because he was wide open. Doesn't happen. A couple plays later in the second half, I'm watching, and I'm like, wow, Greg Olson should be in this play, I thought. 
whatever, he's not, no big deal. You get to the red zone, and I, now I know Greg Olson should be in, and he's not. Foot injury, and everyone thinks the worst, myself included. Crap, this is his injured foot. This is what has kept him out all season long. It's Sammy Watkins all over again. This is what's going through my mind with Greg Olson's foot. He has an x-ray right after the game. It was negative. There was no severe re-aggravation. To me, it sounded like, hey, we want to be extra super really really, really careful about this. Let's make sure he didn't re-injure himself. EY, you're obviously the athlete. You, I don't think you have a foot injury of any sort. But he injures his foot. He takes himself out. What is the prognosis for him going forward? I mean, to me, it feels like he, he doesn't... He may not have been all the way ready. He doesn't trust himself. I feel like he, he feels that maybe uh, Dixon is a better option on the field. I mean, that's, that's unselfish from Greg Olson, if you're asking my, my opinion on him taking himself out or, or, you know, allowing himself to be taken out. Look, if Greg Olson wants to be on the field, he's earned it. He's going to be on the field. I feel they probably asked him if he was okay. He said he wasn't, so, so they played Dixon. So, I mean, going forward, like, you know, that's Ray is saying that there's no, no you know, it's, it's not serious, but... Who knows? I mean, I mean, at this point, I mean, he is a question mark. And, I mean, tight end is already a question mark, unless you were smart like me and drafted Sackerts. <laughs> Eric Young calling it out, man. Saying, I'm the man. I got Sackerts. Going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This is Fantasy Football Rewind. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the DraftKings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven, gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 
Muscle Maker Grill was made for baseball season. Muscle Maker Grill supplies you with delicious, healthy meals that will give you energy to cheer on your team week after week. Whether you're craving flavorful salad, packed wraps, or guiltless entrees, Muscle Maker Grill has you covered. Hosting a game? No problem. Our catering packages will have your whole team satisfied with flavors ranging from Italian to Tex-Mex and much, much more. Visit MuscleMakerGrill.com for your nearest location and have a winning season. Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Modells and sign up for our MVP rewards program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Modell's cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Modell's gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Moe's. Does your favorite fantasy sports show pair banging on the table demanding shots? Drink song Greg. Drink song Greg. Drink song Greg. With deep, smart Kareem Hunt analysis? If not, then I think the fantasy BFFs are for you. Every weekday at 11 a.m. here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and on YouTube Live, join Greg Sussman, Frank Stample, Mike Florio, and NXT wrestler Eric Young for some of the best, most enjoyable, most imaginative fantasy analysis out there. Don't get your fantasy from boring people. Yo! This is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever. Check out the Fantasy BFFs 11 a.m. every weekday only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and the Fantasy Sports YouTube page. Fantasy Football Rewind, and here is the NXT star, Eric Young. <laughs> Other than that, I mean, it, it's a mystery. The, this has been a, a mystery position for how many years now, and now a guy that, I mean, he's a guy you've always been able to count on. You could always depend on him getting catches, getting yards. He's the main part of that offense. But right now, that looks like it's Devin Funches' job, uh, and Greg Olson doesn't trust himself, or the coaching staff doesn't trust him, um, and, and I don't trust him either. And I think it's a really good point. Uh, and it's been very, very tough for fantasy owners like myself to trust Greg Olson again. If he, put, if he pulled himself out this week or allowed himself to be taken out, as EY put it, then what's to say that can't happen again this week or in the playoffs? We can't handle one for ten when it comes to playoff time. So what do we do to replace him? Mike Florio, Frank Stanfield will try to help us out and answer that question when we return here on the BFFs. Yeah, but I totally agree. You can't put that guy in there, man. You can't do it. I mean, you're asking for fantasy football playoff suicide, and you don't want that. Not at all. So Greg Olson is a guy I believe you can cut. You're going to cut and go from there. And that's the problem. When you cut him, you say, hey, what am I going to do? Let's go back to the guys. Jones. 
He had he was second in targets this week with six. Only Fitzgerald had eight. Fitzgerald had a 16-yard catch and finished the game with 12 yards. It's weird. Um, he was tied in for league team lead in receptions with four with Adrian Peterson, and he led them in yards with 72, and he scored a touchdown again. Three touchdowns the last two games. There's clearly a rapport here with Blaine Gabbert, who is going to be the Cardinals QB going forward, in my opinion. I think they've looked much better with Gabbert than they have with Drew Stanton. Watching that game yesterday against the Jaguars, they were moving the ball pretty much at will. Like, until the fourth quarter where the Jaguars really clamped down and they had that defensive touchdown and everything, they, their offense looked really impressive through most of that game. So, I think Gabbert is going to continue to QB for them, and I think there is a connection here. This is one of those, like, I know we were talking before the show, it's one of those things where, like, these guys have the, they've played together on practice and everything because they were both backups, and I think it's translating to in-game now. And, Greg, another thing I know we spoke about, Ricky Seals-Jones was a wide receiver throughout his whole life until he reached the NFL, so he obviously knows how to route run, he has good hands, and he's a big body target. I think he is going to continue to be a tight end that you could trust as a low-end tight end one, probably more in the high-end tight end two range more weeks than not. Mike Florio loving a little Ricky Seals-Jones. My name's Tony Cicada. This is Fantasy Football Rewind. That's number hour one. We'll be back with more in hour two of the Fantasy Football Rewind. 